welcome to the self learning podcast by dr shishma singh let us start discussion on unit 26 class and our topic is class struggle as mentioned earlier competition strife conflict and struggle are inherent among classes in society marx propounded that inherent in the structure of classes was identification of a common class enemy as an entity against which all the members of a class would unite if there was no class enemy the people of a class would compete with each other fiercely and there would be no class solidarity or class cohesion marx maintained that when a large scale industry is set up scores of people come together in the search of avenues for subsistence naturally they compete with each other on the several counts but their common basis common interest against their superiors and other similar conditions keep them united and curtail competition among themselves the capitalist on the other hand unite in the idea of repressions in the event of united capital the working class forms associations the interest that they define are class interest but the struggle of the class against another class is a political struggle it may be appreciated that the conflict between the classes is restricted to the race for economic rewards and resources it also develops because psychological suffering that accompanies alienation of labor as specialization and division of labor set in the laborer gets more and more alienated from the production process this alienation gets initiated at the time when the capitalist represents to a single workman the oneness and the will of the associated labor it is developed in manufacturer that cuts down the laborer into a detail laborer it is completed in modern industry which makes science a productive force distinct from labor and presses it into the service of capital Marx explained that in a capitalist system social productiveness and development of production are carried out at the cost of the laborer this is done through excessive domination over and exploitation of the laborers the laborer is reduced to an appendix of the machine and work itself loses charm laborer loses the motivation to work to his fullest potential the conditions under which he is made to work are not encouraging all this is done on the accumulate capital as the urge of the capitalist to accumulate capital increases the plight of the laborer worsens marx was sure that the class conflict under capitalism leading to revolution and consequent overthrow of capitalist class would establish the workers as the major agent of the social change 
He envisaged that over a period of time social division would cease to exist and with that would also end the exploitation of one class by another. The change would take place when the dissatisfaction of the workers would convince them completely that capitalism needed to be overthrown and that the way to do it was revolutionary political organization. The laborer has to emerge as a strong political power and collectively negotiate for power. Marx's prediction of the proletariat revolution is based on the premise that capitalist society would affirm conditions that establish and consolidate the position of two main classes in society. The Burgess would surrender human values in the icy waters of egoistic calculation. The proletariat, on the other hand, working in the constraints of factory production given to object degradation that collapses family life, religious beliefs, and national characteristics, they would rise to regain humanity. This prepares conditions for revolution that would usher in a new social order in which the process of material production would consciously regulated by freeing associated man. Weber on the other hand believed that the relative control over goods and services that constitute the groundwork for the conception of class produces income, opens up the possibility of procuring other goods, provides a social position and provisions a certain style of life. Those in common class situation are often led to similar sentiments and ideas, but not necessarily to concreted action. Class organization emerges when there is an economic opponent. Weber proposed that it becomes important to curtail the competition when the number of competitors increases with respect to the profit span. For doing this, one group of competitors adopts some characteristics of its actual or potential group of competitors. The characteristics are externally identifiable such as language, religion, descent, residence and others. Sometimes associations are formed with rational regulations over a period of time if monopolistic interest persists. Competitors establish a legal order that limits competition through formal bodies. Weber refers to this as domination by virtue of constellation of interest. Monopolization calls for constitution of a common front against the interest of outsiders and solidarity of those who constitute it. The organization of the group in defense against the interest of the outsiders brings an end to further competition. The membership to the group is restricted to ensure monopoly and participation is controlled to ensure solidarity. 
if the monopoly is rooted in law and the government enforces restrictions then it is easy to restrain the competition and exercise control over the members of the organization Weber referred to this as domination by virtue of authority now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast Thank you.